Hallelujah. We know that this is another day that the Lord has made. You know, God commanded us to be glad in every day and rejoice. There's no way in my Bible that God command me to be sad in some days, be upset in some days. He never commanded me to be that way. He always commanded us to walk in peace, rejoice in the Lord. You know why? Because he is the answer to every problem. Amen. Amen. Today we are continuing to teach you on point three, agreeing with the word. You know, you can agree with the word, but never obey the word. And all of us agree that God is good, and all of us agree that we shouldn't do this or do that, but we just only agree. Not only agree with the word, we are to obey the word, and when you obey the word, action comes with the word. Amen. Now the word is being effected in your life. We know too much. We know a lot about God, this knowledge. But until we obey that knowledge and apply that knowledge to our life, we will still live the same way. Your life will never change. The word of God was designed to change us, not make us happy. Change us in your happiness. You said they got broken in your happiness, got new life, step, new joy, whatever they're saying. But anyway. Turning of hours to Isaiah 41 and verse 10. And it says, first thing that God says to us, fear not. And he proceeded to tell us why we should not fear. I am with you. See, when we realize who is with us, all fear is gone. But we are not focused on that. We focused on that last Sunday, so you can pick up the tape to see the, the effect that fear have on your flesh and your mind. Today we will focus on be not dismayed, my God, for I am your what? God. I am your God. Dismayed is a spirit. So when we read this Bible, everything is a spirit. Rain is a spirit. Love is a spirit. Evil is a spirit. Everything is a spirit. But we can see each spirit effect on mankind. But we cannot see the spirit. I cannot see the spirit of fear, but I can see it, it effect on our flesh and our mind. So, so you said, Dr. Betty, everything is so spirit, you think about it. The Bible said in John 6, 63, he said, he says, my word are what? Spirit. Spirit. We have to focus our mind on when you read the Bible, you're reading a, a spirit. They have names, they have words, but they all are spirit. Every word that comes from the mouth of God comes with a spirit. They are not natural words. Every word possesses supernatural power to change our life. The word was given to change me. 
from what I used to be to what God want me to be. And it's a spirit that changed up. It's the spirit, evil spirit, makes you an evil person. A fornicating spirit makes you fornicate. A lying spirit makes you lie. So can you see a lying spirit? Have you ever seen a lying spirit? Have you ever seen its effect on people's life? So it's a spirit. When is a spirit? Can you see when? But you can see when effect. Everything we must become spiritual minded. The Bible says to be spiritual minded is peace and joy. We must become spiritual minded as believer in the body of Christ. We are saved by a spirit. That spirit is called salvation. God is a what? It's a spirit. And he said, they that worship me must worship me how? In spirit. You serve him in spirit and in truth. So becoming spiritual minded is so important. So when I mention spirit, you know, it's not something that it shouldn't be said. But read about it. His spirits, his spirit, his spirit came upon them, his spirit moved upon them. He's talking about spirit. Okay. Dismazed is a spirit that affects the flesh and the mind. God commanded his people not to be dismayed on what you see and what's going on. Because God Almighty knows the effect that certain spirits have on your flesh and your mind and your action. He said, fear not. What? Fear will give you a heart attack. We talked about that. Fear will upset you to no end. It rushes your heart. It terrifies your mind. Fill your mind with anxiety. No peace, no rest. You can't see it, but it's there. Filling your heart from the spirit of fear. So we're not going to go into the depths of that. That's on the class we take. The spirit of dismayed is a feeling. See, it's a feeling. The whole thing is a feeling. We do not like the feeling. Fear makes you feel a certain way. And you do not that feeling. And you notice you can't get rid of that feeling. There's not a pill in the world that can take a spirit away from you. Only God Almighty, through the word of God, can take that spirit away from you. That's why he said, fear not. I have not given you that spirit. No medicine can help you. It'll put you to sleep, but when you wake up, fear is still there. He said this, oh, the spirit of dismayed is a feeling that affects the flesh and the mind. A feeling that makes the mind and flesh, flesh feel discouraged. Yo, this felt discouraged. Do you see that spirit? But you can feel its effect. It upsets you. Gets you so upset. It terrified the mind. Those spirits well. You cannot see them, but you can feel the effect on your life and on your mind and on your action. 
they terrify your mind. They always sent to torment mankind. And God allowed the Holy Spirit to torment us so that we will finally realize who is with us and who is our God. How will we ever know that God can do anything? All these things only God allows and permit in your life. A feeling. You know, we could take a pill and get rid of that feeling. I, I bet we'll be all right. But that feeling, you know what I mean? It's the feeling that spirit makes you feel a certain way. There's a spirit that makes you feel anger. You just feel up, mm -hmm. furious. Mm -hmm. You ever notice that? Do you see the spirit? But you can feel its effect on your life. Mm -hmm. There's a spirit that can make you an evil person. Mm -hmm. All these are spirits. Fear is a spirit, spirit, dismayed is a spirit. They affect the flesh and the mind. You cannot see them, but you sure can know what their action in your life. You can be fearful of dark, fearful of this, fearful of going to store, fearful of going, where it's coming from. It's tormenting you. You can't move. You want to do, you can't move. We all been there. And guess what? I'll share this with you. Uh, my Bible says that if you be led by the Spirit of God, you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh, right? You will never, ever get rid of the lust in your flesh. And I'm not talking about sex. That's the only sin that the church thinks that people can commit. It's sex. I and mean, you mention love. No. Lust to lie. Mm -hmm. Lust to criticize. Mm -hmm. Lust to judge. Mm -hmm. Lust to find fault. Mm -hmm. Lust to gossip. Mm -hmm. There was a lusting spirit that you will never be able to get rid of. That's why the Bible says if you be led by the spirit, you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Come on, we all have things in our flesh is lust that you struggle with and you pray about it and do all this, but it's still there. God said if you led by the Spirit, you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh even though it is there. Do you understand that? Do you think still know how to cuss? Raise your hand if you do not know, never knew how to cuss in your life, or you never lied in your life, never judged in your life, never backbite in your life, never did none of these things. Oh, God destroyed the power of these spirits, but these spirits still exist. You wonder why you, at certain times, you know, everyone knows that. Your spirit decided to do this, which you know is wrong. That's still the lust of your flesh. We are holy people because the Holy Spirit dwells in us, but we are fleshly people. We have a fleshly mind. That's why God said, be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Your mind still going to take you back to fleshly things, lusting things. You know that. And if you do not allow the Holy Spirit to guide you, you will yield to these things. But you'll repent later, but you will yield because of the lust that is in your flesh. 
Paul said, was it Paul said, the things that I want to do, I do not, and what I should do, I should not do. I'm fully persuaded it's still lust dwelling in my flesh. And it will always be. You will never get so holy that lust will never touch you. And when lust touches, it don't mean that you're a sinner. It means that this is your flesh. Do you understand that? Because you wonder, well, why in the world I'm banking on that? <laughs> it's the lust of your flesh. Banking on it, but you don't have to yield to it. You can watch TV and, 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 and see different things on television. If you don't get rid of what you shouldn't be watching, Come on, she's got it becomes part of your flesh. And later on, it will attack you. It will attempt you. And it's the lust of your flesh. So now you understand, when you start, temptation comes, you say, oh, it's coming from the lust of my flesh. So the Bible already warned me, if I be led by the Spirit of God, I will not fulfill this lust. Open your mouth and speak. Amen is right. Thank you. <laughs> oh my goodness. Can you see the effect? Yes, you can. And fear is the most repeated command in the Bible. For God knows the damnation in hell that that spirit can take your mind through. Hmm. That spirit can get so deep in your mind to make you want to commit suicide. Mm -hmm. Oh, come from that see, anxiety, come from that the fear, they, they are twin. When that anxiety getting you, that anxiety, like I said, what I was saying, the anxiety uh, 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 make your heartbreak beat, it make you nervous, it can tear your nerve system down, make you sweat like no end. And anxiety spirit get on you. That's why God said so many times, fear not, fear not, fear not. I'm your God, fear not, I'm with you. Be not dismayed. Because the spirit will torment your mind. And we all know when a spirit gets on your mind, absolutely nobody can really help you. But eventually yourself. See, we are dealing with spirits that we cannot see. But we know they are there. Amen. Good yeah. teaching, Dr. Betty. Yes. Yes. I, I mean, that's good revelation, revelation knowledge to me when God showed me um, a certain thing couldn't in my mind. God said, wait a minute. That lust will always come. Remember that. It's never going to go away. But I said if you be led by the Spirit of God, you will never fulfill it. But I never said in my word that it would never come to you. He never said that. So when it comes to you, it don't mean that you're not saved. Mean that you are saved. <laughs> <laughs> Says something. You can, anyway. Spirit are like the wind. You cannot see the wind, but you God know you can see the damage that it causes. On your house, trees are falling down. Get in the midst of the water. Can you see it? But when it get in the water, it rises it up and causes damage. You notice that? But do you see the wind? But you know it's wind. Because you see the results and the effect that wind has. Okay. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. 
Now the answer to fear, dismayed, is number one, to know who is with you. To know who is with you. To know the New Testament God and the Old Testament God. The New Testament God said, I will never, never, but never leave you. I will always be with you. I will even dwell in you. Know who is with you. They said there'll be more with us. It is with is with more with us than is with them. Know who is with you. Who is with you? We know that the enemy, when we open up, comes around, but still, that's his job. I'm honest. When you get in the wrong place, sure you show up. But that's why God given us the word. Use the word of God. We are not perfect people. You will make a mistake, but God is greater than your mistake. But when problems and situations come, use the word of God. Don't just know it. Use it. Okay, he said. To number one is to know who is with you. <laughs> to know who is your God. Do you know who your God is? I mean, just knowing who your God is and how awesome he is and how mighty he is and he can create something out of nothing. He needs nothing to create something. Just that know how mighty that he can move mountains. He can do whatever. He can part up the Red Sea. The mighty God can do everything. He created everything. And the Bible said, when God speaks, everything coming to a standstill. He is God. That's the type of God we serve. Glory. God that needs nothing to exist. Everything that he made depended on his existence. He depended on nobody to exist. He said, it's the answer to every situation to every hopeless situation, to every impossible situation, to every sickness, and of course the list can go on and on. When you know who is with you, when you know your God, you can stand and proclaim that God is with me, and I know that I'm not gonna be defeated because he already given me the victory. All I have to do is thank him. Now I don't have to try to get make myself be a conqueror. I don't try to try to make myself uh, have victory. Just thank God for what he has done. The Bible never said you tried to get victory yourself. Read your Bible. He said, nah, thanks be unto who? God. God is what? Always calls us to triumph and always unto God which give us the victory. Meaning that Dr. Betty, stop struggling trying to have victory. All I want you to do is lift your hands up and thank me for what I've already done. There's no trouble. There's no five or ten steps. He said, all you need to do is lift up your hand and follow the instruction of the word. The instruction of the word said, when I own victory, thank God. Hallelujah. Is that in your Bible? It said, give me Word. We need to learn the instruction of the word. If the word says 
point not to try to do what I already done. Get out of my line and you do what I command you to do. There ain't no 10 and 15 steps that's struggling. That's you trying to have the victory. That's not in your Bible. He didn't say 10 steps to victory, did he? Tell me what it is in 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians, is it 59? No, not 59. I can't Come on, man. It's a thousand words. 15. 15, 59. 15, 59. Yeah. I want you to tell me you see the steps there. You see the step to victory. Only one step. One. Yeah. First Corinthians. Okay. Therefore, my beloved brethren, mm -hmm. be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Back up. I want to go to um, 57. But thanks be to God. Okay. Now. That's all he's asking you to do. <laughs> do you see anything else there for you? Yeah. That's it. But thanks be to God, mm -hmm. which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Did he say give you something? Give. No, he said you need 10 more other steps to go with that in order to receive victory. Is that in your Bible? We just figure that this is too easy, so I have to make it hard. Uh -huh. That way you know you can receive. He said, all you need to do is thank your God, for God is with us. Yeah. I don't know, keep on that, but it's out now. So he said, all you need to do, Dr. Betty, you want victory in this situation? Don't go no step, don't call no prayer line. You don't need to do that. All you need to do Lord, I thank you for the victory in this situation. I thank you, Lord, for giving me the victory in this situation. That's all you need to do. Because the word of God says, thanks be unto God, which killed me. Lord, I know you're going to give me the victory. I'm not going to get upset. I'm not going to be dismayed. I'm not going to feel to feel my heart because God has already given me the victory. All God wants me to do is thank him for it. And he'll manifest it. That's all I have to do. I don't have to run. Salvation so easy and everything else so hard. Mm -hmm. 
It's not. It's just like receiving salvation. You didn't have to do no 10 or 15 steps. It's just as I am. But God wouldn't please. But thy blood. See, you're going back to God. All the things you coming to God to be saved because of the blood of Jesus Christ. Nothing that you come but but the but the grace of blood of Jesus Christ that was shed for your sin. The instruction. Yes, yeah. right. Whatever God said, do, do it. Right. When they had that celebration in the Bible, and I think one of them ran out of wine, and they said, uh, and I think the lady, oh, I can get the story off the top. She said, whatever God tells you to do, do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Don't try to make wine yourself. Don't try to do but whatever He tells you, That's right. do it. Whatever God tells us to do, follow the instruction. Amen. He tells us, give thanks unto God. Give thanks unto God then. They said, bless thee, bless the Lord, oh my soul. And he said, who heals all of my disease. So do you want healing? I bless you, Lord. And I thank you, Lord. I thank you for my healing, Lord. It's already done. You don't have to be no war and fighting and carrying on and you fighting, you're only fighting yourself. God, Lord, I wish I'd have had this teaching 30, 40 years ago. But thanks be unto God. Instruction. Instruction here. Fear not. I'm going to tell you why you shouldn't fear. He said, you need to know who's with you. That's right. I don't shout. He said, when, when you know who is with you, mm -hmm. you look at fear and say, I don't think so. Because I know who's with me. That's right. I will not be upset or terrified by this problem because I know who my God is. He said, for I am your God. You don't have to allow that problem to terrify your mind. Do not be upset over the situation. Just remember who your God is. And he called himself. He said, I am the Lord, what? Your God. <laughs> See, he just tell you. I am the Lord, your God. I am your God. I made myself your God. And do you know who your God is and the supernatural power that your God possesses? Do you really know your God? We say he can move mountains. Yes, he can. He can move anything. That's our God. So when he said, fear not, for I am your God, see, to God's mind, he said, that should really increase your faith or encourage your faith to know that I'm your God, to know that God is with you. That should be a change in your mind. They don't know. You should stand up. Be of good courage. He said, but I'm going to strengthen your heart. So there's a lot more to this, and I'm, I, I'm taking my time because it's teaching me, the Holy Spirit is to teach you know that. This is Jesus' church. I work for both of them. Holy Spirit is my supervisor. Like I always say, you have a problem with my teaching, tell the Holy Spirit. In a few minutes, I'll be off the clock. <laughs>
So after I walked out to this pulpit, that's it. Put the day for you. I'm out of here. I'm hungry. <laughs> so anyway, it's all for today. I'll be here tomorrow. I mean, next Sunday. I hope you'll be here too. Because honest to goodness, if you will intact what God is teaching us, your life will never be the same. You will never struggle with no spirit at all because you know what to do. You read the Bible and see what the instructions said about the spirit and follow that instruction. If God said, let the word of God dwell in you richly in all wisdom and knowledge and understanding. Okay, find out how can this word dwell in me richly and do it. Just don't read the instruction. Do it. Obey it. It will bring about a change in your life. Mm, 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 mm. Amen. Amen. Thank you, God. Praise in the house of the Lord. God has spoken and given us some instruction. And let the church say, Amen. Amen and Amen and Amen. No more struggling for victory. Just give God the glory and thank Him for it. And that's it. Thank him for healing you. You're like the Lord by his you, you, you already know that. But what now you need to thank him for healing you. Thank him for sending your word, his word to heal you. He made the promise. And every promise that God made, he possessed supernatural power to fulfill every promise. He do not need your help, my help, and nobody else's help. All he asks us to do is okay, bless the Lord, thank the Lord, worship the Lord. Whatever he tells you to do, do this that. Amen? Amen. God bless you. Praise be the Lord of God.